You are the people of God. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. It's Thursday, and we are moving on in our study in 1 Peter chapter 2 today. Today we're covering verses 9 through 10. And in these verses, Peter lays out the motivation for the believers, God-ordained ministry in Christ. And what is it that would motivate us to go out into the world and tell the world about Jesus? Um, Peter gives us a very clear and wonderful motivation um, to minister in Christ's name in the world. Um, ministry is simply uh, the believing people's attempt to share Christ and the gospel uh, with a lost world, people who are living far from God. Um, we see that as our calling in Christ. We see that as our primary purpose. Uh, and so we realize that um, we are not called to saving faith only to inhabit those truths for ourselves, but we are called uh, to go out and share them with the world. The love of God is always other-focused. The love of God in Christ always motivates us to move out toward hurting people, toward lost people, toward brokenness, and um, we're not called to come to faith in Jesus and sit on a pew. <laughs> uh, we're called to get busy and uh, minister in Christ's name in the world. And this uh, couple of verses beautifully lays out the core motivation for why the believers go out in faith, sharing Jesus with the world. All right, before we get into the text, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. These two verses are beautiful with great power. And they move my heart deeply, and they remind me why being one of your children, why being a disciple of Jesus, why being uh, an apprentice of Christ is the best thing going. And so, Lord God, we give you thanks for your word today, and press it upon our hearts that we might embrace this calling as our very own, and uh, that we would trust that we're empowered to go out into the world to share your love with others because of the indwelling spirit of Christ. Um, and uh, we give you thanks, Lord God. Speak through your word today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's what Peter writes in 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Pa Peter, <laughs> we were in 1 Corinthians so long, it's so natural for me to say Paul. Uh, but Peter, um, in verse 9, tells us about our identity in Christ. And he begins to rattle off a short list of things that define us, things that we're simply established in on the basis of our belonging to Jesus. We are we're the, the called out ones. We belong to Christ. We are um, those who profess faith in him. We are his disciples. And, and here's what Peter says we are. First, we are a chosen people 
God has pursued us as his very own. He has won our hearts with his love. We are a chosen people. In other words, God God desires us. He, he wants us as his very own. We're a royal priesthood. When you come to saving faith in Jesus and you receive the redemption of Christ on the cross, when you receive salvation, um, you become a member of a royal priesthood. You're called uh, to minister to the needs of others. You're called to minister the gospel to the world. You are a holy nation. We belong to the people of God. We're no longer, um, we're, we're now foreigners and aliens in this world. We're no longer members of this earthly kingdom uh, only. We are now part of a holy nation, a people consecrated and set apart for the Lord God. Um, I love the next line. You are God's special possession. When you get something special that you love, a gift that you treasure, you treat it differently than the other objects in your home. You treat it differently than the other things, than your other possessions, than your other belongings. You treat it with special care. If it's a ring or a necklace or um, some special object, you find a special place to put it. One, you don't want to lose it. Two, you want to make sure it's safe and secure and that no one can cause that prized possession any harm or uh, that it won't come up missing. And uh, in the same way, we are God's special possession. Uh, We belong to him. He holds us. We're so special to him. He holds us in the palm of his hand. He doesn't want us (laughs) to get very far. And if we wander, he comes looking and waiting and watching. And uh, we are his special possession. God holds us close to his heart. We're cupped in the palm of his hand. And, and why are all of these things true? Why have we been set apart as a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a chosen people, God's special possession? Because he calls us to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. You see, we were, Peter says it in verse 10, once you were not a people. We were once not the people of God. We were once walking in darkness. We were lost in our sins. We were broken. We were without hope in the world before Jesus. And what Peter tells us here is that now we belong. We're part of the household of God, and we have a special purpose in the world to declare God's praises. We look back on our lives, and we remember what God has done. We remember the darkness that he's called us out of and rescued us from, and we treasure uh, the light of truth. We treasure walking in the light of his mercy, walking in the light of surrender. And um, how different our lives are on this side of faith in Jesus than when we were walking in the darkness. If, if you can't get excited to tell people about that, <laughs> then I would, I would say you better evaluate whether your faith in Jesus is real, whether he's really converted you, whether he's really transformed you, whether you really received his saving um, grace and mercy. Because we have a story to tell and the world needs to hear it. There's so many walking in darkness, so many lost in the world, so many without hope, so many broken who shake their fist at the heavens because they feel like there's no God listening to their prayers. 
Oh, but we know differently. We know there is a God listening to their prayers. We know there is a God crying when they cry out to him because of their pain and their hurts, wishing they would respond to his love, wishing they had ears to hear and eyes to see how much he loves them and how much he has for them if they would only turn their hearts to him and trust. And see, that's where we come in. We tell the world about a God who scoops us out, up out of our brokenness and pain and reminds us how deeply loved we are. We were once not a people, <laughs> but Peter reminds us beautifully that we are now the people of God. Once we had not received mercy, we were upside down on our backs in the ditch of pain and sin, but God came running to us and we now have received the mercy of God. These are great things, my friends, and we should not sit on these truths. We should not sit on these realities. These should motivate us to go as God's people into the world to share his love and his mercy and his grace and the truth of the gospel of God's love in Christ to a broken, hurting, and lost world. And that's our calling. Thanks for listening today, my friends. I pray that God will continue to impress these words on your hearts as you consider them today.